the La Crosse Public Library Archives presents Dark Lacrosse Stories, a series in collaboration with the La Crosse Tribune. Dark Lacrosse is a suite of programs that feature the seedier side of lacrosse history and also include a downtown walking tour, a trolley tour, and an annual stage production with new content each year. There is a Buddhist adage that states, there has to be evil so that good can prove its purity above it. In other words, our darkest nature is all around us and it cannot be avoided. Lacrosse, Wisconsin has been around officially for 165 years, starting in 1856. In that time, we have accrued our fair share of citizens who have succumbed to their darker purpose. Greed, lies, murder, lust, vice of all varieties have touched the soil here on the banks of the Mississippi. This was Lacrosse at the turn of the 20th century. Not the graceful green park with lovely shade trees and quiet walkways that we have today. No, instead, a muddy, congested confusion of railroad tracks, wagons, riverboats, and characters of all types. While there was more than one steamboat landing in the early days of lacrosse, the main levee area was located on Front Street at the end of State Street, where Spence Park is today. It would be another 10 years or so before work would begin on dredging the river channel and developing a park during a cultural and political period called the Reform Movement, named for the widespread progressive era in local and state political and social movements. Under lacrosse mayor Dr. Wendell Anderson, many local changes took place, beginning with the formation of a citywide park system and cleaning up the riverfront, a water supply filtration system, and other upgrades in city-provided services. Anderson is credited with a long-term vision of the park system in lacrosse, and the bandstand in Riverside Park was constructed in his memory at the beginning of the Depression era. In the meantime, though, at the turn of the 20th century, this area continued to be a perfect breeding ground for all matter of scoundrels and 'er ne'er-do-wells. Just up the street, another area of town was also ripe for cleanup by the reform movement activists. Welcome to Pearl Street and the Red Light District, operational in La Crosse from 1850 to around 1915. As you look up the gaslit lane of Pearl Street, you would have seen the workings of one of lacrosse's biggest industries, prostitution and brothels. Even when lacrosse was in its infancy in 1857, a vigilante group of 150 persons strong, according to the newspaper accounts, burned down two brothels and almost burned down another two if the residents of such establishments were not gone by sunrise. And yet, the industry persisted. In those years, lumber was king. Hundreds of young men came and went from lacrosse on massive rafts of timber and lumber. These were young and unruly men. Gambling, drinking, and visiting brothels were their main choices for recreation. The river town of lacrosse provided those in spades. Ori Sorensen ran for mayor of lacrosse in 1913. In his campaign, he claimed to have had a list of 40 to 50 operational brothels in the city of lacrosse. Perhaps a vote for him meant solidarity to clean up the town, or maybe it meant he would give you a copy of the list. We can only speculate. If you were to look at the windows above the Pearl Street ice cream shop, try to imagine the silhouetted image of a corseted woman walking by under the red glow of a lantern. That was a brothel at this time. The owner of the Pearl, T.J. Petersley, tells of removing several small rooms during renovation, rooms just big enough to house a small bed and a chair. After a visit to one of those rooms, you might have heard a young woman say, It was a business doing pleasure with you. Please come again.
And now I'd like to welcome in Anita Taylor-Doring, Senior Archivist and the Archives Department Manager at the La Crosse Public Library, who did some of the initial research for this story. Historic tourism is about place. There are areas of downtown as well as residential neighborhoods in La Crosse that are virtually unchanged from 100 and more years ago. While keeping an eye on maintaining the commercial viability and dynamic nature of a thriving downtown, care should be taken to preserve that well-aged character as much as possible. But a historic sense of place is not just about preserving historic buildings. Context and good stories flesh out the historic cultural and social life of the area as well. La Crosse's red light district lets us do just that. We compare the physical place with stories. La Crosse in the 19th century was indeed described as an open town where open solicitation in the district was acceptable. Various efforts over time to crack down on prostitution and vice were sporadic at best. According to oral history sources, the red light district in La Crosse was centered around Pearl and 2nd Streets and bounded by 2nd Street to J to Front and King Streets. From the beginning of white settlement in La Crosse in the 1840s to the mid-1880s, the number of men residing in the city was greater than the number of women. The goal of the constant flow of immigrants, mostly young men looking for work to establish themselves in a new country, was to save money and be able to bring other family members from the old country to the United States. Entertainment for some meant cards, liquor, and female companionship, while others shunned this lifestyle. Single women had few opportunities for livelihood, but owning and operating a boarding house was a common and acceptable way for women to be financially independent. It fit into the 19th century idea of the gender norm of women taking on roles of domesticity, taking care of the home and providing meals. Most brothels were an extension of this idea and were run by a madam, often with a small staff. The red light districts across Wisconsin were systematically shut down in the early 20th century after more aggressive invocation of the state's Lindley Law, a legislative attempt during the Wisconsin Progressive Reform Era to rid the state of social evil by empowering district attorneys or just plain citizens to blow the whistle on vice. Between 1914 and 1915, the three largest brothels in La Crosse were forced to close for good, thus ending the segregated Infernos of Sin district. This era of reform also led, in a few years, to Prohibition, a fight in Wisconsin that predates the state constitution of 1848. Access to alcohol, in the opinion of many social reformers, was at the crux of many societal ills. Fast forward now to the late 1970s, when T.J. and Michelle Petersley renovated the upper floors of their Grand Hotel building on Pearl Street. They found that the space was carved up into many little rooms, just big enough for a bed, and a chair, typical of a brothel, boarding house, or a cheap hotel. In 1980, when the city's Harborview Plaza Urban Renewal Project brought the new lacrosse center within yards of the historic buildings on Pearl Street, Petersley was approached by Mayor Patrick Zilke with the idea of fixing the dilapidated boarded-up windows on the upper floors because they look shabby. Zilke was thinking ahead to convention visitors and tourists, while Petersley was hoping his Cheddarhead's commercial venture would pay off someday. Lacking the resources for this renovation project, Petersley came up with an innovative way to solve the problem and spruce up the look of one of La Crosse's oldest commercial buildings. He reached out to the Graphic Arts Department at Western Wisconsin Technical Institute, now called Western Technical College, and Toby Hendrickson answered the call. 
Henriksen and instructor John Severson enlisted the help of 20 commercial art students to copy portraits of people from the past onto plywood paneling using silkscreen paint to create mini murals for each window. The finished artwork was sealed with several coats of liquid plastic to protect them from the elements. In 1992, the Petersleys repainted the characters and added splashes of color to the historic window hoods. The historic renovation of Pearl Street was well underway and continues to be the cornerstone of La Crosse's cultural history tourism. Petersley in 1996 was quoted as saying, We've had a dozen tour buses stop and walk through the shops. That never used to happen. Before, the only buses were bachelor parties. Historic Pearl Street was no longer a home to a biker bar and a head shop. It had matured from a physically dilapidated and socially rough area into an historically renovated family-friendly destination, a place the tourists are drawn to. Even President Joe Biden made time for a quick stop to do business at the Pearl Ice Cream Shop when he visited La Crosse in the summer of 2021. Thanks for listening.